I would like to preempt preemptively, proactively, I don't know, apologize for the sound of my voice. I promise I'm not sick. I have allergies. I took a COVID test two days ago, but I sound like death. So I'm sorry. The pollen is happening here. Good God, it's the pollening. The pollen count in Georgia on last Friday was one. The pollen count on Georgia this Friday was 840. Oh my gosh. I don't know what ours was, but I walked outside and our black mailbox was yellow. So yep. There's a dark green pool cover on the pool in my parents' backyard and it's got tennis ball yellow all over the middle of it. And my eyes currently burn. So that's where we're at. The pollening. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Peyton. And we hope you're staying safe and sheltered from the pollening this week. Welcome to the pollen this. Please don't pollen this. All the bees are all the bees ears are perking up. They're like, hmm? Hmm? Pollinate? 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 (laughs) Nate? (laughs) Nate, we're so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my god. Ooh, this is a good chance while I'm actually thinking about it. Please follow our account on Twitter. We've got some new listeners. Over the last couple of weeks, we've gotten a few new listeners. So hi friends. Welcome. Uh, Yeah, I think we we have Hank and Travis McElroy to thank for that. So thanks, friends. Honestly, yeah. Um, But if you want to follow along as you're listening, see what we're actually talking about, you can go to our Twitter. It is at retweet this pod. And we will have a Twitter moment that we post every week with all the tweets that we're talking about. So you can kind of scroll along as you listen and keep up to date with what we're talking about because 99% of the time we don't make sense. So sorry about that. It'll help make a little more sense, but we're not promising total coherent thought. None of our thoughts have ever been coherent, but at least you'll kind of see when the tr- when we lose our train of thought, you'll see kind of where it derailed and where we're going. Right. It won't be coherent, but there will be pictures of animals. So yes, pretty much. Starting out on February 22nd, I tweeted Clubhouse. It's, it's taking over my brain and my time, mm-hmm. but I tweeted and I said, people that use asking a Clubhouse question as a way to brag about themselves with the spray bottle, no reaction because wow it is very annoying yep please don't if you ask someone a question like say what you do that's fine but i mean we don't need to know all your statistics and how much money you made like unless it's specifically about that we really don't need to know like we asked for an introduction not your cover letter please stop right we don't need your elevator pitch i'm tired of hearing it just just stop yep I have very, I've barely been on that app this week. I listened last night to the, um, the space talk with, um, Emily and a couple others that had entered that space contest just cause I'm a big fan of her, mm-hmm. but I've like poked in and out of a couple different rooms this week, but nah, I don't think it's for me. I think I'm too jaded. Yeah. I think if I wasn't trying to work in the social media world, I would definitely not care. <laughs> You know, it's ridiculous, well, not ridiculous, but crazy is that I went to school, got a degree in PR, fully thought I was going to work in social media. You went to school for medical billing and now you do work in social media. Yeah. It's weird how <laughs> life doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, if someone wants to hire me, I'm not saying no. On the 23rd, I tweeted, well, I was in a Twitch stream because that's where I always am these days. Um, I like to turn them on in the background while I'm working so I don't feel like I'm alone, which is one of the saddest things I've said all year. But hey, it's 2021. Um, But I was in one of Tyler's Twitch streams and then he rated Charlie McDonald and I was like, oh, hey, Charlie. And then I was like, oh, hey, I'm not subscribed to Charlie. And so I subscribed to him and my name popped up and he said, oh, Phil's thick booty. And I'm like, I'm adding you to my list of people who have said my name. 
And then someone in the chat just added me and they're like, why is your username familiar? I feel like Hank Green is involved somehow. <laughs> and so I took a picture of that and I tweeted it, which is the clown emoji. That's good. I love the that. The thing is, this happened two more times this week, is that I was either in like a TikTok comment or like on a tweet or something. People would be like, wait, aren't you that girl from Dear Hank and John? And I'm like, hey. It's so funny to me that like you asked your question, I spoke, but everyone just knows me as Phil Booty's friend because exactly. I never said who I was. It's so good. Like, I wonder how many perfect. people realize, like, not obviously not the people that listen to this because they are like our friends for the most part, but, or it feels like they are, you're all our friends now, everyone listening. But like, I wonder people that just like kind of that listen to that episode and then know that Hank has a Peyton working for his TikTok, if they know that that's the same Peyton. Probably you know? not. I should make a TikTok about it. There's nothing that would make it obvious. Right. I should take some of the clip and make a TikTok. Be funny. I tweeted on the 23rd and I said, I don't know why some people are particular about the way you wrap up cables, but I'll wrap them around my head if I want. Please don't talk to me. (laughs) See, I get if you have like super fancy, expensive equipment. Right. But if it's like, I don't know, an extension cord, like, let me put it how I want. Right. It's like, I'm not going to like break it in half like a glow stick I'm not dumb <laughs> but like if I want to wrap it around my elbow and hand you know like a water hose or something mm-hmm. I will like let me live and it's always a dude like if you're a man and you're not Brent or even sometimes if you are Brent please don't don't talk to me <laughs> <laughs> if you're a man and you're my husband don't talk to me yeah yeah if you're a man think twice <laughs> On the 23rd, Hank tweeted, oh, really? And it's a screenshot of a tweet headline that says, getting humans to Mars by 2026 may no longer be a pipe dream. And so I responded within about two minutes. I had edited a screenshot of that headline onto the the meme with the grave and the peace sign. And I put on the grave, I put Dear Hank and John, and the tweet is burying it. And Or excuse me, Dear John and Hank. Wow. Anyway, podcast name stays. It's funnier if you look at it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Join, go to the Twitter. <laughs> Listening to us describe memes is practically torture. <laughs> I'm on four hours of sleep. <laughs> on the 24th, there was a t- Twitter thread of like TikToks of women emailing like men, like taking out their exclamation points, taking out their pleases, taking out like, I wanted to ask and then just asking. And so it was like a few tweets down this thread. Um, someone tweeted my boss literally sends blank emails with his demands in the title and i just responded dash h see the h doesn't bother me i mean it it doesn't from him but it would if it was someone i had never emailed before yes as like a like a friendly thing or like someone you work with regularly that's fine but if it's like the first time you're emailing someone that's pretentious right or yeah the demands in the in the subject that sucks that is how I get emails from 17-year-olds who don't know how to email. There's a lot of things I've learned working with students. And one of them is that everybody is at very different levels as far as like professional communicating. And like, that's fine. We're going to meet where you are and we're going to work from there. But like, that's like a starting point. That is not where 40-year-old CEOs are, Hank. Right. I will I, call you out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sorry. Well, <laughs> and I said, if you ever do this to me, I'll torture you because deserves it. I would, I would, I would publicly call out, uh, Hank demanding things from me in the email subject line <laughs> it's in the subject line is what gets me like come on at least click on body <laughs> at least click on body <laughs> oh sheesh I think. 
I'm just going to strongly pronounce all of my T's for the rest of this episode. Emily, discuss your friend growing up and how they pronounced their name. (laughs) So I had a friend when I was a child. I met her when I was like seven and we were in a ballet class together. And then a little while later, we ended up going to the same church for a while. Her name's spelled just like Peyton's, P-A-Y-T-O-N. So everyone called her Peyton. And then we would notice that her mom would call her Peyton. And so we thought it was like a joke. Like my mom calls me Lemily sometimes. Like I thought it was just one of those things where your mom calls you a nickname and it sticks. No, her mom genuinely called her Peyton, said her name was Peyton, said it wasn't P-Y-T apostrophe N, that there's an O in there and it has to be pronounced. And so her name was Peyton. She went by Peyton usually because that's how people said it, but her name was Peyton, like Crouton. If someone ever calls me Peyton, I will pass away. Please don't call me Peyton. Peyton. That's the worst. I've heard a lot of weird pronunciations because I feel like people that aren't from the South, it's not a common name. Or it's... I feel like it's more of a boy's name outside of the South. Like I feel like it's very like right. a New England Ivy League boy name. See, I've only, when I lived in Washington, people would say, your name is really unique. And I was like, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> and maybe for it's here, not. but it's really not. <laughs> I know so many Peytons. I know like two others besides me that well, went helpful, to my school. I have never been told I have a unique name. I have the number one name for girls for the like five years surrounding the like, year that I was born. So see, I wouldn't think, I would think it would be Sarah or Kaylee or something. Emily for the longest time. Yeah. That's so crazy. And the worst is that my middle name's Elizabeth. I grew up, do you have a big red dog? I was like, no, <laughs> no, I don't like Clifford. You don't like Clifford? I did is the thing. I just <laughs> told myself I had to not like it because so many people called me that. Although I did when I was a kid, I wanted to not be like Emily Elizabeth because people always called me Emily Elizabeth and asked if I had a big red dog. So mm-hmm. I decided that I was going to be like Jenna, the little snooty girl on the show. And I would get a cardigan and I would make my mom tie it around my shoulders the way she wore hers. And I would like act like her. (laughs) I love it. Nothing about that is surprising. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) Oh, Hank had an anxiety dream, which really resonated with me uh, on the 25th and said, I had a dream that I'd been put in charge of getting 48 goats from a remote island to LAX. I woke up covered in sweat. I don't love anxiety dreams, but I admire the creativity. Yeah, I have dreams like this a lot. Um, So I just replied, well... (laughs) Did the make it there? That's all I want to know. Yeah, I want to know the story and how it ended. I I have like weird anxiety dreams. Like I can't think of one off the top of my head right now, but like they will be so weird and so odd. Like I have a note in my phone of really weird dreams that I've had. I mean, mine was last week that I talked about Hank cutting his toenails over a trash can. So. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> Let me see if I can find a recent one. One time Tessa Violet was in my laundry room. Oh. Couldn't tell you why. One time I dreamed that I was at a fundraiser for Joe Biden and Demi Lovato was there. (laughs) That's the most unsurprising (laughs) dream that you could ever have. I had it at the end of October, 2020. (laughs) I have like a note in my phone of really weird dreams. Maybe I'll read these off for a Patreon thing. Oh yeah, that's funny. I don't ever keep track of mine. I forget mine a lot. I have like, the thing with my note is that if I wake up in the middle of the night and I have a dream, I try to write it down right then. So there's so many typos and misspellings and nothing (laughs) makes sense because I'm typing it at like 3.38 in the morning. I love that. On the 24th, someone tweeted at Taha and said, tell me why I can't go on any social media platform without seeing Taha just mysteriously appearing. (laughs) Uh, He quote tweeted and said, I'm not famous, but I am everywhere. So I quote tweeted that and said, same. (laughs) 
That is a big mood. Yeah, I am not famous, but I am everywhere. And people notice and they notice you. I'm everywhere too. I thought you were at work. Hi, Emily. Hello, Brent. (laughs) Hello, dogs. Speaking of dogs, mine pooped in my floor today. On the 25th, Hank tweeted and said, the nice thing about Clubhouse and Twitter spaces is how much easier it is to be actively drinking wine during a panel. I agree. Yeah. Not I that lo- I've ever been in a Clubhouse room, but I have been on panels and I would prefer to be drinking wine during them. So. Yeah, I, I don't know so much about the wine thing, but Hank tweeted earlier, I don't think we included it, about zoom calls versus phone oh, calls yeah. oh my god and i do prefer it depends on what it is like i like talking to you on zoom mm-hmm. but like a meeting or something i like to be on the phone because i like to pace like i don't want to be seen yeah no i well i have a function at work where like if a student wants to set up a meeting to talk with me they can like book online and i have like the days that i'm available and times and everything and they can select phone call zoom or if it's a day that i'm on campus they can select in person And so many of them choose Zoom. And I'm like, no, no, because you're going to have your camera off, but I have to have my camera on. So I'm going to be looking at myself with nothing else to look at while I talk to you. And I talk with my hands an embarrassing amount, or I pace around. Like I'm not a sit still and talk person. I'm talking with my hands right now. So I'm just going to have to like sit on my hands to keep from doing that. And it's just going to be annoying for both of us when we could just do this on the phone. Yeah, I agree. On the 25th, I had a tweet that got a weird amount of attention. Um, So with 2.7 thousand likes, I tweeted and I said, if I see one more Facebook post from a 27-year-old saying they won't let a teenager make them move their hair part or change their jeans, I will physically explode. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that. And why are they always 27? That's what I want to know. They're literally always 27. All of them. They're all two years older than me. Yeah. That's like the sensitive 20-year-olds, I guess. 27. And it's like, the funny thing about this to me is like, I saw Gen Z quote unquote canceling, like starting to wear middle parts and saying that side parts were old, starting to wear mom jeans and saying that skinny jeans were so uncomfortable and were so out like months ago. Yeah. And then a few weeks ago, I saw a BuzzFeed article come across Facebook saying that Gen Z had canceled them. And the millennials were just like, bam, like, you can't tell me what to do. You can't change my jeans. You can't make me change my hair part. I'm like, it wasn't us it was buzzfeed like calm down and well and it's it's wild because obviously like if they didn't care then they wouldn't be upset like it's so weird they very much care yeah like i don't care what you say but i am very upset about it and the funny thing to me too is that like they obviously didn't first of all it's very millennial to find out about it from a buzzfeed article just like very stereotypical millennial right which is funny to me and then they didn't see it on TikTok. They saw it either from BuzzFeed or they saw it like after it went from TikTok to Reels to Facebook. Yeah, they're late on on seeing things. We say as we're like the brink of millennials. Oh yeah, I'm late on seeing things too. It's fine. <laughs> I tweeted on the 25th. I just said the green M&M. Um, and Hank replied with an angry face. So I don't know what we were doing, but anyway. She has the same energy as Ariana Grande to me. Yes, she does. I love her. <laughs> I love boots. the green M&M. Yeah, the white go-go boots. It's a look. It is a look. Um, And she, every time I see the green M&M, I just think of that audio um, that's Nicki Minaj in Ice Age saying, you know, she's cutesy, talking about her character that she plays. <laughs> that's all it reminds me of. Like, you know, she does her lashes. She's, she's cutesy. She is cutesy. 
on the 26th, this was the day that my allergies started getting bad. And I woke up with like a slight tickle in my throat and I was like, oh my God, I'm dying of COVID. And so I tweeted me, oh no, I can't taste my coffee. Coffee. I've lost my sense of taste. Me two seconds later. Wait, that was my water cup. Oh, and isn't that the grossest when you're expecting something and it's like water? Well, it, it wasn't even that it was gross. Like it just tasted like water and I was drinking iced coffee. So it wasn't like I had like a cup of hot water that oh, okay. I could use with coffee. I was drinking iced coffee and I had iced water. And so I picked up the cup that I thought my coffee was in. Like I wasn't paying any attention to it. And I was like expecting to drink coffee. And then there was just no flavor. It was just cold. And I was like, oh my God, I can't take my coffee. Oh my God, I lost my sense of taste. This is setting in so fast. It has to be COVID. And then I looked down, I was like, this is water geez I tweeted on the 26th my draft which I do every seems like every month I like tag yourself in my drafts there's a few that I'll read (laughs) one I did I it would have been a good tweet but I didn't tweet it because I don't want to be too nice to Hank on the timeline but I said um me joking John is my favorite vlog brother my YouTube watch history try again (laughs) (laughs) you know you've got all of those little the little microscope videos I watch, and Hank, if you're listening, your best work is your video about nuclear power. I've watched it probably 50 times. I don't know why. That's so odd to me. I think it's because I don't understand it. I think it's because I don't understand it. I just keep watching it. Sorry, no hate on microcosmos. Things that little just make me. Oh, I like the little water bears. They're so cute. It freaks me out. It makes my skin crawl. There are so many little bitty living things that we don't see. It's so weird. I don't like it. I don't like knowing that. No. I mean, we are those. We are those on earth. Yes. I don't like that either. I don't like really, really little. And I don't like really, really big. And one of my drafts was just at Griffin McElroy with nothing else. (laughs) That's the one I tagged myself as. I also tweeted some of my drafts this week. I didn't take a screenshot and tweet like this. I just went through and tweeted some of them. So I think a couple of them are a little bit later in this episode. But if I were to go into my drafts right now and pick a random tweet, let's see. It's embarrassing. It takes embarrassingly long for my drafts to load because I have them all the way back to like 2018. I said, there's no stronger bond than a mentally ill 20 something and the family dog who has become her best friend again since moving home during the pandemic. Except for when she poops in your room. Yeah, she pooped all over my floor. Gracie. Disgracie. Disgracie. (laughs) It's okay. She'll snuggle in my bed later. She'll poop in your bed later. (laughs) She better not. (laughs) I tweeted on the 26th. I said, you just had to be there. And it's a screenshot of the Georgia Tech website of Drake and John (laughs) (laughs) from the one we went to. It's so good. It was like one of the last, my actual last fun like night not at home before COVID was when we saw Waitress. But this was the one right before that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's such a good, I'm so glad that it happened right before. Same. Like. And the the timing was perfect. Like it was our birthday weekend or like right before our birthday. So it like made perfect sense to go. Like it was just fun. Yeah, it was so good. And I just remember when they read, they were reading questions and I was like, they're going to read yours. And they did. And then I just remember leaning over and saying, what if they have me read mine at the end? Because it goes with yours. And then they Mm -hmm. did. And I was like, Mm -hmm. it's disgusting how well we can assume what they're going to do. It's disgusting how we tied that whole show together. Hank, you're welcome because you guys struggled <laughs> with some sports jokes that did not land in Georgia. You can't joke about sports. The thing with joking about sports in Georgia is we know our teams suck, but we're still going to go with it. But we're like very passionate about college teams here, like viciously so. So like you cannot joke about college sports 
And like, you can joke about professional sports, but we're still butthurt about it. Right. So me and Emily came in and, and saved the day um, with the show. So it really did. We, they also cut out the portion about John's mini chairs. The mini chairs. I saw they were in a YouTube, one of his, like one of the earlier Vlogbrothers videos was showing the chairs. Oh yeah. I, which I think is funny. What an odd thing to collect, but go off. Go off. Whatever brings you joy. Wow. Three of mine in a row. <laughs> My next tweet. I edited some retweet this Valentine hearts that I forgot to tweet before this week. I like the blue eared um, beauty. Thank you. I'll read them to you. I have Beanie Mine, Clowning for You, Blue Eared Beauty, Discord Cuties, Besties with a Heart, Reaction Image and Stars, <laughs> Down to Clown, You Got frog cake <laughs> and meme queen i like it thank you oh so now we get to the part where i was tweeting random things out of my drafts i said slack is just corporate discord which accidentally started some like actual conversation and the replies i still stand by what i said slack is just discord for people who wear ties um and then i tweeted yellow square emoji my favorite emoji is the craft american cheese single yellow square emoji yeah it does look like a craft single craft singles they are so close to being plastic they're not they're not cheese and i say that knowing good and well i ate two of them today oh they're not cheese that doesn't mean they're not good i had a mcdonald's burger for the first time in probably three years today oh i do not like mcdonald's burgers the seasoning well here's the thing it's not good i was going through the mcdonald's drive-thru because i skipped lunch and it was on my way home and i was like really hungry and i was like i want salty and i want a diet coke and so i pull up to the drive-thru and i'm like I can get a Coke for a dollar and I can get fries for two fifty, or I can get fries and a double cheeseburger for $3. So I'm going to get fries and a double cheeseburger for 50 cents more. And then like, I'll just take a couple bites of it because I haven't wanted to have one of these in forever. Well, I was starving. And so I ate the whole thing and then it made my lungs hurt. It made your lungs hurt. Like my lungs like actually hurt. And I was like, this can't be good. No, I don't like most fast food hamburgers. I would say. I don't either. Sonic's all right. Yeah, I like Sonic's. I like Burger King, which a lot that's like controversial because a lot of people don't. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't like Burger King, but I, I have, have the bad memories of taste. I have bad memories attached to Burger King because the one in my hometown has this huge, huge playground, like this three story indoor playground. But every time you went up there, there was either che- uh, pee or vomit in it. And so it smelled really bad. And that's what I think of when I think of Burger King. See, that's interesting because in ours, there was always a turd. So I like that they were different. Okay, I have returned. Hang tweeted on the 28th, the cutest mug, and it is all of the Mars rovers names, and it's from Catherine. She's a queen. Um, she has good taste. We knew that, so thanks for sharing, Hank. I knew that's what this was going to come down to. I still can't say that first name. Sojourner? Sojourner? I think so, yeah. So, Sojourner. My brain wants to say Sue, and I think it's because there's a U later, but I want to be like Sojourner, but that's not right. Suturer. Suturer. And then I'm like, journer is like a journey, journey. So that makes sense because it has to go on a journey to Mars. But I don't, I don't know what sojourner means. It means a temporary stay. 21 hours ago, I tweeted, it's March again with the crying cat tucked under a little quilt. I think April's going to be more upsetting to me because my, like in Alabama, we, none of our, anything really changed until like last week of March. Ours was March 13th here. Yeah. It was Friday the 13th. I would say ours was a little after. Well, Friday the 13th was the day that we got called into an emergency meeting at work and we were like, we're taking two weeks off. Everybody like set up your voicemail to 
forward to your phone, set up like uh, make sure you have your VPN set up so you can access your doc your stuff from home on your computer. If you don't have a laptop, like let's assign you a laptop to take home, like blah, blah, blah. So that was the day everything felt like it shifted, but it was supposed to just be two weeks. And like that weekend, even like Saturday and Sunday, I went to the gym, but like March 15th is the last time I went to a gym, which is very weird for me. It really bothers me, I think, because it feels like I'm wasting. And I think every phase of life you're in, you probably think this is going to be the best phase. And then good things that do happen mm-hmm. in other phases that you're like, no, this is, you know, mm-hmm. but dang, I mean, losing a basic, not losing, that's unfair, but missing out on a lot of important things for a whole year and probably end up good, you know, a year and a half to two years. Uh-huh. Uh, of our mid-20s like that's prime we finally have like jobs to have money and can actually do things and it's like I'm supposed to be going on dates yeah oh I'm lucky in that regard it also makes me angry because I know people like in my personal life that I'm like friends with and like used to be friends with and stuff that like like I have a friend who has made it a challenge to herself to go on a date every weekend and I'm like hello world on fire you're going on tinder dates every weekend excuse me the covid hour the co- oh did we talk about the next meme it's also the covid <laughs> hour <laughs> no, march 2020 wear a mask march 20 coming running up beside them wear two masks <laughs> it's funny because i wore two masks all day today and my work was supposed to get us kn95s but instead they got us these like the, like 9002 respirators which like i think are more protective than a surgical mask or whatever but they're the kind that have to wrap all the way around your head with like a rubber band yeah. And so when I'm at work, like my hair is fixed because I'm in an office because I have to be presentable. And then I put one of those on and my hair gets stuck in this rubber band and it like slides down onto my neck and it's super uncomfortable. So I need to just buy myself some of the KN95s. Yeah. We should have done that when you were here. I'm, we should have done a lot of things. We forgot. We literally went to the grocery store by my house, which co- continually have KN95s and you can buy like up to five. Like there's like a limit, but you can get yeah. like enough to last. Yeah. And we walked right past them and ended up buying stuff to make cakes and did not get the masks. To be fair, I didn't see the masks. I didn't know where they were. To be fair, I'm dumb. So that's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now we're going to promote our good friend, Hank Green. Um, Sasho Tangents has a Patreon. So go be a patron. It's a great podcast. Um, we have to support our supporters. Hank is a patron. So here you go. Yeah, we'll just do a little a little Patreon swap. You support us, we support you. That's yeah, I can't works. wait to hear about the retweet this Patreon on SciShow Tangents next yeah. week. We're waiting for our shout out. Yeah. No, but go support Hank and Sari and Sam. It's a fun, if y'all don't listen, if y'all listen to us and not Tangents, like what? Where are your priorities? <laughs> <laughs> I love Tangents. Me it's too. Fun. It's so good. We love like Sari. It, recently it feels like so like kind of goofy and kind of like, like yeah. I know they're like said they're like figuring things out again, but I'm like it feels very genuine. And friends yeah. talking about like stuff. casual. Yeah, I like that. I like that in a podcast. That's why I like Same. the McElroys. I think because they're casual. That's why we like to delete this. <laughs> Don't talk about it. <laughs> we we do know how to make it. We are doing the same podcast, just ripped off and worse. You know what? I think just that we should Hank's do a fame. podcast with Catherine. <laughs> okay. What is the next one? Not retweet, not delete. What would it be? Uh, defeat. Quote this. Oh, I was oh. trying to. I was trying to rhyme it. <laughs> Did you say defeat? Yeah, defeat, defeat this. this. Just beat all of Twitter. <laughs> it's Catherine and the two major problems in 
in Hank's online social media life, me and Emily. <laughs> wow, that's an this. honor. We made it so far up the ladder. We are on to, before we hit, before we hit, <laughs> we're not before hitting we our hit. patrons. <laughs> before we hear from our patrons, we're going to head over to the Bursar's office of the Clown College with an yeah, ad. We got to get some money somehow. Roll the ad. Roll it. Okay. Now it is time for our patron tweets. Arguably the best tweets of the podcast. I was going to say first, we should shout out all of our patrons. We've got some newcomers, but shout out Nate, Bill, Margaret, slash last comment. I will always say your two names. Uh, Rachel, Kelly, Hank, Cammy, and welcome Catherine. Catherine, I'm sorry. I haven't gotten your Twitter handle from you yet. I sent you a DM on Patreon. Um, So if you see it, just respond and let us know what your Twitter handle is so we can pull your tweets for this segment too. Yeah. And since we haven't heard from you, I'm going to just choose a, a tweet in the remainder of this and dedicate it to you. That sounds totally like what she paid for. Yeah. <laughs> we do what we can. <laughs> On the 22nd, Rachel tweeted and said, Squishmallows are cute, but I'm afraid if I get one, I'll soon have a whole bunch of them. See, I wanted to include this because this is how I feel. My nanny kids had Squishmallows and I would like they're just the best to squish and throw, like throw them around and then look like squish them like a stress ball. And I think if I had them, it would become an addiction. Yeah, I think I probably would too. They kind of remind me of the pillow pets phase. I don't know if yeah, you had a pillow pets phase. I did. But we had, so whenever I was in middle school and high school, I was on a dance competition team and we would always have these like super long days at dance competitions where we would be in the dressing rooms and whatever chance we had, we would like lie down. And so we would always bring our pillow pets and we would like lie on the floor. We'd bring a blanket and a pillow pet and like lie on the floor and stretch and like relax whenever we could. And so that's what pillow pets remind me of. But we always like, we had so many of them. Like we would try to swap them out and bring different ones every time. And like, if anybody, I don't know if you did this with like your friends at school or anything, but if anybody had a sprained ankle or had to be on crutches, we bought them the mini ones and they put them under their armpits on the crutches for like cushion. Mm -hmm. And so that is also what I think of about pillow pets, but like pillow pets were like, you either had none or you had like eight. I think I had, I see my problem is that I can't remember if I had things or if my friends did. Um, I know one of my friends had the unicorn. I can't remember if I also had the unicorn or if I had a ladybug. I had the panda in the big one. And then I had in the little ones, I had a penguin, I had a giraffe, and I think I had another panda that was little. But funny fact, fun fact, I definitely only got chose the panda because it was the one that Ingrid chose in her Vlogmas vlogs. Like the first year she did Vlogmas, she had that panda pillow pet and I thought she was really cool. So I got the panda pillow pet. Did you ever have ugly dolls? No. You know what those were? They're the I know what they are, but we I never had them. Okay. Well, for anyone listening that doesn't know, they're like stuffed animals that are purposefully ugly and have like big stitching. They were very popular amongst like the 20, 2009 emo people. Yep. And um, skull animals, which were like stuffed animal skeletons that looked like they were the skeletons of an animal. And they were like cute. They were huge. Like every emo person had them. So of course I had them. Um, <laughs> you were so emo. So that's what I think of with the pillow pets. It was like the phase after pillow pets yeah. was ugly dolls and then skull animals. Um, Nate tweeted on the 25th, <laughs> it said, conservatives, we're real American men, not sissies like those liberal snowflakes. Go cry in your safe, safe space, little lib. <laughs> Hasbro removes Mr. from the brand name, Mr. Potato Head, conservatives, crying emojis. But, but, but it was a man. <laughs> the funny thing to me is that they did it. People are like, they got rid of Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. They just have gender neutral potato head. And I'm like, no, 
Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head still exist. The brand is just called Potato Head now. Like, actually read. Don't just look at a headline that's made to... You see, you already proved their point with the just go read. They're not gonna. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Kimmy tweeted on the 25th and said, Willy Wonka TikTok is horrible. I've been on it every now and then. First of all, I thought it every day. I've been on it every now and then and it gets worse every time. when the Willy Wonka guy first appeared on TikTok and people were like thirsting over him and he did like the WAP dance. And what? Why? I mean, it you could tell it was quarantine was hard and heavy with not seeing other humans. <laughs> we needed to, we needed the vaccine far earlier. <laughs> but like, I never found him attractive. But like at first I was like, okay, funny bit. He's Willy Wonka. He's good at this impersonation. Okay. But like, he just started getting weirder and weirder and like collabing <laughs> with weird people and like... You got more and more things about him. I'm like, what's going on? I haven't seen him in months, and I'm kind of glad. Yeah, Kimmy, maybe you're not talking about him specifically. Let us know if you are, because wow, he is not great. (laughs) Um, and for Hank's patron tweet, we once again chose the most cursed like slash retweet of his, which was the top of the morning bean mug that just says beans, which is Japsecticai's coffee brand, I believe. Really gross pouring baked beans out of a bag. It's it's yeah, it's gross and it's upsetting. It's bad. I can never <laughs> escape baked beans. I really don't like baked beans. I can't stand them. See, I like the ones that don't have like there's ones that have like bacon in them and I'm like canned bacon pieces absolutely not. There's but there's some, some that are okay. They just uh uh-uh, uh I think it's because I associate with them with hot dogs and I also don't eat hot dogs. <laughs> you associate them with hot dogs? Yeah, cuz baked beans and hot dogs go together. Right. Oh, no, I've never had that. Oh, beanie weenies? <laughs> beanie weenies? <laughs> you never heard of beanie weenies? You never heard beanie weenies? No. You never heard that beans and wieners song? No, I guess not. My mom used to sing it when I was little. It was like beans and wieners. My heart's at the cleaners. <laughs> I think <laughs> your mom about made being that up. To dry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Googling this right can now. We call, can we call this episode beanie's weenie? <laughs> No, we can call it Beanie Weenies. No, Beanie's Weenie. Mom definitely made that song up. Your mom made it up? It's not in Google anywhere. Patty, ma'am, are you okay? I can't believe you don't know Beanie Weenies. Okay, Paul, we'll put it on the account. Do you Have you heard of Beanie Weenies before? I think because your mom clearly made up that song. That is your mom's invention. My mom used to sing a lot of songs around the house when I was a kid that I just assumed were weird songs. Um like were real and she would sing them like very off key and out of tune and i just thought that's how they went and then one day i would like hear the real version and i was like oh like you know the song like two li- slandered her singing by calling it really bad and off key <laughs> i learned it from somewhere but no you know the song you know too legit to quit yeah my mom used to sing tuna fish to quit and i oh. thought that was a real thing that explains a lot actually <laughs> now we're on to our homework I, assignments. What I've been really looking forward to because I read these and they're hilarious. I only read Sam's because I saw I logged into the retweet this account real quick and I saw their tweet and I was like, mm, no, on second thought, I think I'm going to cancel this week's homework assignment. Um, so Arden, <laughs> I asked Arden if they would please do the homework but make it SciShow Tangents themed just because they run the SciShow Tangents account um and Arden said no gently (laughs) Arden said hey Google how do you get out of homework assigned by your friends via their goofy podcast asking you to use your state account for a different podcast for promotion I love y'all but damn (laughs) 
<laughs> I just thought it would have been funny. Sorry, Arden. I'm not trying to force homework upon you. <laughs> As a refresh, the homework was to pick a reality show and change it up with new rules, like make it reversed, make it like put some crazy spin on it, make it really cursed, whatever. Um, so Nate says the masked singer, except the masks are glued to their faces and contestants only get to take it off if they win. (laughs) And they said, also going to submit this one pitch who wants to be a millionaire, but the contestants are billionaires and it's more of a threat. (laughs) I like that one. I love it. Like being the millionaire is the punishment. (laughs) Will you read Sam's? Yes. Sam said McDickle's great, <laughs> great British bake-off. But if your dish is the worst, you're cremated and the other contestants have to work your ashes into a dish. <laughs> That's the one I saw. And I responded to from this account. I said, okay, so on second thought, this week's homework is canceled. Why is that exactly the kind of answer I would have given? And it was considering mine was family feud, but you eat each other. <laughs> I'm really concerned. <laughs> Me and Sam on the same, same horrifying wavelength. On the oh, 23rd, this is a it's so good. I am dedicating this tweet to Catherine, our new patron. We don't know what your Twitter is yet, but this is the tweet I am dedicating to you in your honor. It's beautiful. I was the one who wanted to include it um, because this little dog kind of looks like a little hippo, Tonky. Like a little baby hippo. Its name is Tonky. Very, very cute. And got a 14 I love it. Right. I love the pictures. But what I really liked was um, some of the replies. Yes. So Lainey replied and said, I love Tonky. I will burn <laughs> I will burn my house down if anything happens to her. And we were at dogs said, that seems unnecessary. And there's a reply that just says, No, it doesn't. <laughs> I agree very much with that. Yeah, if anything happens to Tonky, we will collectively burn our houses down. And then <laughs> finally Arden sent us a drawing from Hector. And it's you just gotta look at it, but it's a whole bunch of dogs making everything all better. It's beautiful. I love Hector's art always. Well, I think we fulfilled our promise. It won't be coherent, but there will be pictures of animals. Yeah. So that's it for this week. What What's the homework? So beanie weenies. Yeah, just answer if your... you know what beanie weenies are. Answer if you know what they are. And also come up with a rhyming food combination. Ew. It has to be really gross like that, though. Look, I always thought it was gross and everybody else always thought it was normal. So they sell it like in the can with like Chef Boyardee. Beanie Weenies? I think so. Hold on. I'm looking up Beanie Weenies. Beanie Weenies. It's a brand. It's a canned food. It's beans with hot dog people. People? (laughs) (laughs) Beans with hot dog people. I meant to say pieces. It's been a long week. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, Send us your cursed food combination that hopefully rhymes like beanie weenies let us know if you've ever heard of beanie weenies and you can send us those at hashtag mcdickles m-c-d-i-c-k-l-e-z also send us more wholesome things like the hippo puppy um thank you for listening again you can find us on twitter at retweet this pod you can check out our show notes to see exactly what we were talking about and we are also on patreon if you're interested in joining patreon.com slash retweet this all the cool kids are doing it yeah, you'll get a monthly bonus pod and possibly a shout out if you choose that tier in each episode. So go check out what we have going on over there. It's fun. All right. See y'all next time. Bye. Hello and welcome to Babfur. I said barter last week, but you know what I meant. Brent's, Brent's a beautifully, a beautifully foolish endeavor. Review. Applause, 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 applause. I hope all of you are applauding at home. Welcome, Brent, star of the show. My first chapter was Andy.
not a lot happened in Andy's chapter. Uh, we left off the book told him to invest a hundred thousand into a company, like buy a hundred thousand dollars worth of stocks in some company. And the company is some cobalt mining company. And that's like really it. He kind of he kind of talks about like dealing with the death and how he likes being famous and stuff. He talked about watching a little bit of YouTube videos, but not a, not a lot of big stuff happened this chapter. Uh, the next chapter, we're back with Maya, and she's still in her small town trying to gather clues. She follows around the workers for the internet company, trying to like you know get some leads on what's going on with that, just to find out that they're like contractors. So she can't really get like a an accurate prediction on what's going to happen. And then she finds that there's not really any patterns in their movement. And then she ends up going to a flea market, farmer's market. She buys a dress and then she runs into a racist guy and she cries in the old woman's changing room. Oh yeah. And the the racist guy had a a rock. It was like white with like a little bit of blue speckles. And I don't know what cobalt looks like, but I'm guessing that's cobalt. Why is that relevant? I don't know. Maybe Uh, we'll find out. Yeah. Maybe we'll find out. But yeah, the chapter ended off with Maya presumably going to go back and yell at that racist man. And I was looking forward to it. (laughs) Uh, But now I got to wait two more chapters. So I'm predicting next week is going to be three chapters just so I can get in on Maya yelling at a racist. (laughs) I like it. But yeah, this, this week was pretty good. Okay. So next two, three chapters next week, we're thinking. Uh, Yeah, probably three chapters. Brent, before you go, I have a question. Okay. So if you had to pick a food combination that rhymes, like make up a food combination, but make the name of it rhyme, go. Just, just for like two foods to go together and they rhyme. And they rhyme. Oh, rhyme for example, up. beanie weenies. <laughs> Brent, are you familiar with beanie weenies? I know you eat Wonder Bread. Uh, <laughs> is that an insult? Because <laughs> the way you said it kind of sounded insulting. <laughs> I feel like they fall in the same family. Um, no, I, I mean, I might have called it something else if it's a legit thing. Hot dog, hot dog chunks and and baked beans. No, we just called it beans and hot dogs. I never had that. You never called it beans. It's a poor person thing. She she doesn't know. (laughs) It's a poor person. (laughs) (laughs) It's called beanie weenies. Oh no, we always just called it beans and hot dogs. (laughs) I oh we so my those Vienna sausages we call them Vieni weenies. Oh yeah, yeah. I ate those as a kid. Yeah, so that's my answer, Vieni weenies. Britt doesn't Um, have an answer, I guess. Steak shake. Steak shake? That's yeah. your answer? Yeah. Would no. it be steak and shake or would it be a literal milk shake shaky. that like steak? Steaky shaky. Steaky shaky. A milkshake with steak chunks in it. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> this has been Babfer. Brits, and absolutely, wait. Brits, a beautifully foolish endeavor. Review. Woo!